Two months ago, we commemorated the 60th anniversary of the first flight in outer space with a human being on board, i.e. Yuri Gagarin. This may have led us to think about the pertinence of space exploring in particular, but made me also think about science and inventions in general, ranging from the wheel of fire to the latest techie devices. Inventions or discoveries could be vital, trivial, completely useless or worse, extremely dangerous ones. Men having, unfortunately, an extraordinary capacity to become cruelly inventive, to defend their interests or impose their ideas. My goal here is not to make a list or tell the genesis of major inventions, though. As I often do, I have an anecdotal approach of a few examples before quoting what some celebrities said about the topic. And I'll tell you more about your task, if you feel like joining this podcast, at the very end of the recording. What I find fascinating indeed is the way some inventions were given birth to. Some devices were invented by necessity, some by accident, not corresponding at all in the end to what was expected, while others are only funny or even useless, not bringing anything remarkable to mankind. What is remarkable, though, is that so many things in our environment just do not feel like inventions, since they've been around for so long and have been so useful that it is hard to imagine a world without them. Owing its origins to all single guys out there in 1904 is the t-shirt. What will you say? What do t-shirts have to do in an article about inventions? Let me tell you. Try to keep in mind that men in those days wore buttoned shirts. Shirts which often lost their most important part. The buttons. Since sewing was considered a task for the fairer sex, men had to rely on their wives, mothers or sisters to fix their clothes. And obviously, this proved to be a problem for bachelors. Fortunately, the Copper Underwear Company ran a magazine ad in 1904 to advertise their newest product that was a shirt stretchy enough to be pulled over one's head. The ad read, no safety pin, no buttons, no needle, no thread. And it targeted men who had no wives and who couldn't sew. Within a year, the US Navy saw the ad and started issuing shirts to every sailor. The rest, as they say, is history. I go on and focus on two medical inventions now, not major ones. But they did change the way to examine or take care of patients. We owe the first one to a French doctor called Leinec. He felt uncomfortable when he had to examine young female patients. So far, physicians used to tap their fingers on the patient's chest in order to get clues about their condition. 
Lionek, as a gentleman, was reluctant to embarrass the girls, so he rolled up a sheet of paper to create a tube, which he then placed on their chests. Not only did this allow him to preserve his patient's intimacy to some extent, but he was also surprised when he realized that this method actually facilitated an accurate diagnosis, and this breakthrough led to the invention of the first stethoscope. One century later, the next item I'm going to talk about was created due to necessity, which, according to a saying, is the mother of invention. In 1920, a humble cotton buyer for Johnson & Johnson, named Earl Dixon, was married to a rather clumsy woman named Josephine. She was very accident-prone, which made life difficult for poor Earl as well, since medical attention was not cheap. When he realized that his wife's accidents would not stop, he had an idea. A brilliant one. He cut a small piece of gauze and placed it on another strip of gauze with adhesive on each end. Josephine's wounds were saved from getting infected, but no one knows, in fact, if she stopped walking into walls or not. By 1939, Band-Aids were also sterilized just in time for World War II, ensuring a better and safer way to protect and heal wounds, and they are still used today. I could go on with a long list of anecdotes, but let's go ahead with some quotes about progress and inventions that provide us with food for thought and might even help you for your contribution to the topic as far as the advantages and drawbacks of inventions are concerned. Indeed, the advancement of technology generally evokes a range of emotions in people from all walks of life. Some view technology as a great evil that slowly diminishes our humanity, while others view it as a way to bring the world closer together and to help solve some of our greatest challenges. Alan Kay said technology is anything that wasn't around when you were born. All of the biggest technological inventions created by man, the airplane, the automobile, the computer, say little about his intelligence, but speak volumes about his laziness, according to Mark Kennedy. Just because something doesn't do what you planned it to do, doesn't mean it is useless, says Thomas Edison. It has become appallingly obvious that our technology has exceeded our humanity, said worriedly Albert Einstein. One machine can do the work of 50 ordinary men. No machine can do the work of one extraordinary man, said Albert Hubbard. As to Buckminster Fuller, his opinion is that humanity is acquiring all the right technology for all the wrong reasons. Libby Larson's concern is that the great myth of our times is that technology is communication. Or Sidney Harris's concern 
is that the real danger is not that computers will begin to think like men, but that men will begin to think like computers. And I will end with a quote by Arthur Stessinger, who said that science and technology revolutionize our lives, but memory, tradition and myth frame our response. Now, what about your task? It will consist in talking about an invention that you find so essential to yourself that you couldn't live without it, or essential to humanity, or just an interesting curiosity, and then explain why. Will it be the wheel, fire, the domestication of horses, the compass, the automobile, concrete, nails, electricity, the printing press, or the Morse code, antibiotics, the refrigerator, television, banknotes? You can see that it's only the beginning of a list. It can be much longer. None of your ideas may be in that list. You are free to choose whatever you like. There are so many more to talk about. But remember, your time is limited. 1 minute 30 to 2 minutes. So just tell your name and country at the beginning and then go straight to the point. Ready? Can't wait to listen to you.